I know, it's fucking hell. It's a, it said start it. I said I was setting up the record. I have to go silent in order to set up the record. Oh. It's called like... It's, you know when they say quiet on set, do you just sit there? Would you be there going, hello? <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to prepare me of this shit. I did. I said, okay, I'll get started. Let me press record. And then... Oh, it's not like we've done this for like nearly three years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, to be fair, we've not really Skyped that much. Um, hello, and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me Skype Edition. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. <laughs> Is there a delay, or did you delay then? No, you're... it can't be that much of a delay. It was, well, okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the way to test you, because this has <laughs> happened before. This, this, no. <laughs> right, I'll do it again. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. And we are going to be talking about Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. So we've just done about pocket monsters, and now we're talking about Kings of Monsters, the massive... Um, I can never... Considering I like these uh, films so much, I can never remember the name of the style of film. What is it? Co- what is it? Kaiju. Kaiju, Yeah. Well, that's what monsters are called, essentially. It's yeah. like a Japanese term for them, I think. Because do, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know whether that's the genre as, as such, though. I know. I know you can watch... Do, do you know you can watch kaiju wrestling? No. That sounds dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like wrestling. Is that not what this film was? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's like... So there's kaiju wrestling is where people dress as monsters, like they design their own monster, and then the ring that they, they that they battle in is actually just um, a city that's been made and they can be smashed into buildings and all sorts. <laughs> that sounds much better than <laughs> I was expecting, to be honest. I know, yeah, you weren't sure then, and I'm, no, it's it's fucking good, mate. I, I need to really, I need to watch a full match. I've seen some clips. That is, I'm not gonna lie, it's fucking hilarious. Um, so yeah, this is the second of two films I've made Gaz watch this week involving monsters, and I'm further. In fact, there is a there is quite a link involving monsters. Um, started off in the in the east. You know, I think that's maybe where the, the link stopped, but. Um, I think you have about as much as a love for this style of film as you do for Pokemon. Uh, prob- probably, like this. This is this is the worst type of blockbuster for me. Like I actually like. Obviously, when you think of like what I really don't like in Marvel films and DC films and all that kind of stuff, it's it, it's just destruction for destruction's sake. Like, I don't actually mind disaster movies at all. Like, you know, things like Independence Day, uh, Jurassic mm. Park, to a certain extent, you know, is a disaster movie. I don't mind the genre of a disaster film, but this is, is obviously, this isn't really a disaster film. This is just 
how big a monster can we create and how much damage can be done on screen and that just doesn't excite me unless there's a good story i mean I, I when i was watching this i did keep thinking and you might think this is like a heinous crime but when i was watching it i was thinking like how does he not enjoy this but like jurassic park because Jurassic Park, think of the, the development in Jurassic Park. It teases you a lot of the time. Like, obviously, as much as you know there's the potential for it to go wrong, you know, it's still it's still enlaced. And I get that Jurassic Park cannot be true, although I want it to be so much. <laughs> the sense that you, it could happen, you, you're like, yeah, they could get, like, mosquito blood from Amber. This could happen. Whereas this... I just, it's just, I don't believe any stretch of it. And then I don't mind Jurassic Park because it's got a story around it. There's a good story around it for most of it. And this just didn't have any story. See, I, di- <laughs> I, di- I disagree with the believability factor to a, to a certain extent, because the one thing I always liked about Godzilla was depending on which origin you want to come from, whether he's always been around or we created him, it's the nuclear testing that woke him up. So it's either nuclear testing woke up him up and he was an ancient old uh, hibernating lizard that uh, radiation even infected more and, and, it, and it helps charge him. Or the other one of he was just a normal, it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Extreme Edition where he was just a wee little lizard mm. and he just got radiation poisoning and over time just grew and grew and grew and became this massive monster. I think both of those are kind of environmentally believable to some extent. The same In the same believable world as we can get DNA from amber that's like millions of years old. What I struggled with and we'll get into that more later, is I agree with you, the weird kind of reasoning for why they all had to be awoken, the story. But go on, I'm kind of, I'm already guessing your initial reaction was you didn't like this film. I I hated this film. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know whether you've noticed my general demeanour in the cinema, but <laughs> I was bored for most of it. And I, I know some people's going to go, how could you be bored? Look at all of the action that was going on. But it was just, there was nothing to it. You know, it was like, here's a big monster. Here's a big monster. Oh, they're banging up against each other and they're destroying buildings. And that was it. The actual stuff around that was awful. And not just like, oh, you know, it it wasn't like a great storyline. There was no storyline. And the characters and the acting was some of the worst I've ever seen in a big movie. It was terrible. And, you know, you think, like, obviously, Millie Bobby Brown, you know, is brilliant in Stranger Things, didn't actually do anything in this film. Ken Watanabe... That's easy for you to say. (laughs) He was just annoying me because all he was in the film to do was go, Godzilla! That's all he did throughout the entire thing. Nothing else other than his... I know he, he did the whole warhead sacrifice thing. Big fucking whoop. It was hardly fucking the end of Armageddon. And it was, all it, it was was an excuse for a Chinese man or of that you know ethnicity to go, Godzilla, in like every fucking scene he was in. And don't get me started on... Um, there was... 
so many side characters in this that had no meaning or purpose. There's like the army guy who, again, I think was just filling an ethnicity quota, by the way, by being there. And then there's the white like scientist guy who just kept trying to make jokes and failing miserably. What you didn't like? Um, oh, what's his? What's he? What's he called? He's a he's a famous actor. Um, but uh, Doc, um, Bradley. What's his name? Bradley. It says here IMDb loading up. Bradley Whitford. I hated him. Oh, I loved him. And Kyle Chandler. I actually like Kyle Chandler. He's in like this stupid fucking program about American football called Friday Night Lights, and I love that. So I love him. But in this fucking pointless again so he's fucking dancing with wolves at the start and then suddenly he's like the stupid fucking dad he doesn't do anything he doesn't do anything it's the most pointless film and charles dance is the shittest villain i've ever seen him alive he's just like well now you're in charge lady and it's like what <laughs> You're supposed to be the bad guy, and now she's the bad guy. And then all they do is just have a conversation about why they want to be the bad guy. And that was shit. The bloody mum, who, what? So, what was, I don't understand. I don't get it. So, she was like, the the mum decides it's better that we let them all out. Brilliant. And then, then she goes against it in the end. What? Why was she letting them all out? What did she think was going to happen? Right. She's supposed to be an intellectual doctor. I think that's what it actually says on her diploma. (laughs) It's fucking retarded. Like, seriously, like, I don't understand how this film got away with it. And and this is the thing that irks me even more. This is rating semi-high on IMDb. Now, I know that's very early days and it'll probably come down yet but if anyone rates this film a fucking eight or a nine just goes oh man the fucking visuals man well i'll tell you right because they looked shit they didn't even look that good game of thrones dragons looked better than anything in this film anything the the three-headed stupid dragon monster thing <laughs> what are you kidding me I've seen better fucking graphics in Final Fantasy VII. The remastered one? Yes! <laughs> I love this film. <laughs> you are what's wrong with the world. I love this film. How? <laughs> because all I want... Right, I'm, I'm, when I said Jurassic Park before, by no means it's not a Jurassic Park, but I, I just wanted to kind of get that grasp of why you, the difference that you see. I, I admit there is no real story in the human elements, but they tried that in the first one, and it was shit and boring and didn't work. And I just felt myself going, I just want to see these monsters fight. I just want to see these absolute behemoths, uh, like, destroy loads of shit and people having to deal with the fallout around it because that's why i do enjoy godzilla exactly my case in point though dealing with the fallout around it we don't see that all we see is like cities destruct destroyed destruction everywhere and that's it godzilla is a fucking nap in the middle of it (laughs) 
Right, I I love this because it fulfilled everything I just wanted it to do. I, I didn't, I, I, it could have done more, I'm not going to lie. It's not by any means, uh, and I think you might agree, a perfect movie. But it <laughs> it was brilliantly entertaining to just watch these things battle it out. I, I, was, I was on the edge of my seat. I wanted to know, because I, I love Godzilla as a character. I actually like that Godzilla a lot. I got really annoyed by the amount of screen time he got in the last one. And I really wanted to see what he would do against... I, I, I really thought it was a good idea to make... Uh, I can't remember the, its name. King, um, King Guy. Or, uh, the, the, the three-headed one. That but it's... It, well, what rip off? Bahamut. What's Bahamut? He's like a god in Final Fantasy. He's a dragon god. Well, I. Except he had three heads, obs. And not one of the heads was done well. It's fucking shit. It's King Ghidorah, right? So, King Ghidorah, though, they hint is actually from an alien world, and that's why he's upsetting the balance. And she wants to release all the monsters one by one, giving people time to evacuate. That's what she think would happen. But then that that um, guy, Charles Dance, the, the Lannister, he then kind of like drops a little bomb of himself, uh, himself going, look, this is kind of going to be war now. We have to release it now or we won't be able to release it at all. And that's why she goes, well, hold on. I didn't realize it would be like that. And he's like, well, this is war. This is how it's going to be. And then the um, it goes wrong because King Ghidorah actually wakes them all up all at once, which was never the plan. He's not bothered by that. He just wants the whole world to burn for some reason. God knows. I think that's a big problem with his character because why? Why, why is he an environmentalist? Why is he this dead set on literally destroying all humanity? You don't find that out. Um, and yeah. I just I, I know what you mean. The the acting the the acting wasn't bad. It just took it took me, it like, took there, me it, there were moments in it where I felt like it was just like acting class for disaster films. So like I seem to remember there being a bit where like maybe they fired missiles or some or something and it was like, Sir, would you like to fire the missiles? Yes, I would like you to fire the missiles. And it was like, what is going on here? There was, I remember I heard you, like, I didn't watch you as much as I did Pokemon because I really did enjoy the film and I was enjoying watching it. But there was a bit where I heard you next to me when the guy goes like, why aren't you opening the doors? And he goes, they're jammed. He goes, well, just can't you unjab them? Uh, and he goes, there might be a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what I'm talking and about. And you, 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 I heard you like go, home, <sighs> like a foreign exchange student. It was new to acting to do it. I don't understand. How could it be that bad? Right. My big problem, my big, big problem with this, and this is why I kind of, I went on a kind of, I let it go to Meg territory that I think you were talking about and was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to try and criticise the story because it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So let's take it as ridiculous and enjoy the visual element of it, which I think you're being very, very harsh on the CGI. Oh. It's absolutely amazing. You've been really harsh on CGI lately. Like Swamp Thing, when I showed you that, you thought that looked awful. But one of the things it's getting mad reviews for, and I thought it was just me, I thought, oh, maybe I don't know good CGI. One of the things it's getting mad reviews for is the makeup design and CGI. You are really, really harsh on that. And I don't know what you expect to see unless it's actually a practical effect. 
I'm I'm really confused well, as to what well, you expect like, to be a good CGI. I, I Marvel have done it for years. No, so you, no you hate you you've you've you, you've panned it correctly though. Like Black Panther was probably one of the worst ones for some odd reason, and Infinity War gets it dead on. But none of them have tried to get like two monsters like that size to look real and move about. I honestly, from the, the angles, he went for what... It did, for me, what I feel Transformers attempted to do, make me feel like I was on the ground and watching these monsters battle, was it was epic for me. I felt, especially in the cinema, I think a lot of this would be lost on your little flat-screen telly in your living room. But in the cinema, I was having a whale of a time. Well... I, I can I can only disagree really because like I I don't think it's hard to to bash things together make flashing lights and blah 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 like and try and make it look visually so this this is this was my big problem with things like Doctor Strange and stuff like this is it it's just visualizations for the visualization shape there has to be a movie around the visualization or I just get bored and I was bored very very early in this because i knew what what it was going to be from from the outset it just felt like it was going to be like it was just so wooden the delivery it was terrible there was not not a person in it that i liked even the monsters really like mothra is supposed to be the big hero and it was just a bright light half the time i honestly right i i i think one of the reasons i enjoyed it was because i just I just took everything with a pinch of salt from the very, very beginning. So, like... But it takes itself seriously, though. Like, obviously, I, you mentioned the Meg there, but the Meg is... A, like, they know what they are. It's 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 meant to be, like, tongue-in-cheek. It's it's a bit of fun. It's, but this didn't feel like they were trying to make it fun. Well, I had fun. <laughs> Look at this shiny, shiny... Well, it was just like at the very beginning, like, oh, this moth is like freaking out. Use your orca thing to try and, you know, to sort it out. And she's like, no, no. And a Millie Bobby Brown runs out there and is kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll, come on, mum, walk away from the moth. And like the mum was like, no, oh, no, no, I'm going to stay and sort it out. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. And then like they get captured and go to the Arctic tundra and, um, set free that thing with explosives and she does that double cross and it turns out yeah no this is what we wanted which i was like really you and the way she like called the daughter back by going madison like in a dead slow-mo thing i was like what did i I thought that was going to lead to something else i thought it was going to be oh she's trained her to respond to like a behavioral technique she's going maddie no maddie maddie no maddie and then she goes madison and then she stopped and walked back to her mum and went, oh, so there's going to be something in that. There wasn't. It was just some weird editing. Um, and then... I the, just think you may as well have not had any humans in it. That's kind of my perfect Godzilla film. But then that doesn't excite me either. I can't just, like, I'd rather watch an Attenborough programme and watch actual animals. You know they're not real. I know they're not real. I'm glad they're not real. <laughs> like I just oh, I don't know like give me a dinosaur film any day but like obviously this is my point as if it was just T-Rex versus like Brachiosaur and like 
they all they do is butt heads the entire film. That wouldn't interest me. What interests me about a Jurassic Park film is the way it, it's developed. It's the it's the fact that you know you've got all the, the like gold blum antics in between. I just and thought it, it's done it in a way like here's is a casing point right. I didn't feel like there's a moment in this that I suppose sort of emulates a little bit of Jurassic Park. It's where his eye comes down. And yeah, yeah. In right, but I'm sorry, there is no way that that scene is as tense. Because there's no build up to it. I want her to die. She's shit. So the fact that his eye comes down, but there's no there's no like build up to it. It's because there's too much destruction going on. So Jurassic Park gets it right because it, it kind of lures you in. It gives you the big bang at the opening usually. And then it quietens down for a bit and just tickles you. And then it gets to a bit like, say, the bus scene or the, the scene with the cars in the first one where, you know, it's just gripping because it, it's it kind of draws you into it. But this it's there's no draw that it's just permanently like bang, bang, bang everywhere. It's too fast. The pacing was fucking dreadful. And I just cannot describe how pissed off I hate movies like this. <laughs> I just feel this is what happens when an audience designs a film. So the first one got really loads of critical panning because there was far too much humans in it. And not and everyone said there was not enough Godzilla. We just want loads and loads of Godzilla. So they just threw the storyline out on this one and just went, Godzilla! And he's out! And I was, I was happy. Every time that they were, like, I was going, another monster fight? Fucking yes! This is what I want. This is fucking great. And I, I, I get where you're coming from. If you're not into it, it must piss people off. Or if you're like one of these, uh, like a real hardcore Godzilla fan who likes the art of it, wants it to be a good, like a good story told film as well. Like that, you're asking a lot. But okay. But for me, I just when it, it went to her, it's what, what's his name, Chandler. Chandler's like she comes in, it comes on the intercom, and Chandler's uh, going like, "Why are you doing this?" And she goes, "Because haven't you seen from all the radiation that cities grow quicker and the life of the Earth is much better balanced?" And I was like, "This is like Thanos, but really like brain hemorrhage, Thanos. Like after he's had a really bad brain injury on." Uh, this will make the environment better if we destroy everything with this radio act. And she had a PowerPoint presentation ready for some reason. As she was telling this, there's PowerPoint going on. This didn't happen once, though. Twice. When this other, when the, uh, the Chinese or Japanese lady was explaining about the ancient, um, under, um, that Godzilla was the one that brought balance and put it. She had a PowerPoint presentation ready as well, somehow. And... I also got like I was like laughing at the fact that they discover this entire prehistoric underground like civilization never before seen by man or anything and they nuked it <laughs> to like rise get Godzilla to rise up which he didn't explain why he rose up because the water was like infinitely deep and he was like only up to his ankles when he came out and then swum away. He literally dived back onto what he'd been standing and swum away. So I, there was loads they hadn't thought about, but I just kind of shrugged it off because I was just too busy having fun. This was my kids' movie. This is my Sunday hungover. I don't want to go out. Oh, that's on telly. 
fucking great, and I'm putting that on. I love, I loved it for all those reasons. I can totally get where you're coming from. It's probably full of plot holes. It's, you know, the acting's not great by any means. Um, oh, the music was boss. They use the actual Godzilla theme, which was amazing. That really got me going. I just, I felt like I was watching a f- the film that I wanted to see originally, or felt like I'd walked out of the cinema and. And that was the, I just was saying, at least they could have, why did they not just do something so simple? But there will be people pissed off because this has been five years in the making. They took five years to make that. Yeah. Good Lord. I am just, well, I mean, you know, I don't like it, but I can't believe now we're being subjected to another one. And it's just going to be the same shit. And I know you're probably excited by it, but no. Well, I've done my research on this. So do you remember me mentioning that there was another Godzilla film that came out a couple of years ago? And I, I Like the modern uh, Japanese equivalent. I don't know if you remember this in the cinema or we got shushed by that rude man who really wanted to watch that Kentucky Fried Chicken advert. But yeah. more about him on another time. Um, prick. The... Um, the, so there was, it's called Shin Godzilla, right? It yeah. came out a couple of years back. I'd love to watch it with you because it's kind of like where I would have thought you would have, what you wanted. It's just Japanese, so it's subtitled, but there's a lot of hum, human fallout dealing with it. Lots of characters. Um, and it's, it got, it's been, it's critically acclaimed. It's the third reboot of the Godzilla se- series over in Japan. Mm. And these films just don't die, mate. They, they love them. Um, I, I think it's a, a decent character. I've never seen it done right. And I, I think it is the most disappointed franchise. Because I, I and obviously, like, some people will disagree, but I don't think there's ever been a good Godzilla movie. And now I haven't watched, obviously, a lot of the Japanese variants of it. And maybe that's the problem. I Maybe the Americanized versions of this is, is just upsetting me because it's just pure destruction all the time. And that's just not, it's not good enough for me. You need storyline behind destruction to make it work. I honestly really want to watch Shin Godzilla with you then, because I that okay. that really, that made me, I, I, that is one of the perfect ones for me. So well done. Um, but the reason, so this came out, that came out in like 2016. And when asked, why aren't you doing um, a sequel to your reboot? Um, the guy who directed Shinji Higuchi um, said that le- when Legendary Entertainment got that contract for Godzilla, um, there was an agreement that both um, them and Legendary can't release a Godzilla film in the same year. Uh-huh. So um, they've released this this year. And then next year they had they're releasing um, Godzilla versus Kong um, because the contract runs out. All right. So once it's 2020 comes around, mate, you won't have to worry about these anymore. Thought. <laughs> Unless it's a massive success, which in that case they'll probably get asked to make more. But I kind of can't see it happening. The IMDb ratings, like you've said, and it's it, like I think the first, I was amazed this even got a sequel because the first one was just. I had to be held down in my seat by Dizzo. I've told you this story about a thousand times. But I had to be held down in my seat because I went to stand up and shout at the screen like some weird, demented old man shouting at a cloud. Because what good is shouting at a screen going to do when for about the umpteenth time during the film, 
it, the Godzilla goes to fight and it cuts away to like some dude like I don't know what who's like a Jake Gyllenhaal I think he's in it or some knockoff of him just like quietly being a commando on the other side of the earth and it was pissing me off this is what I wanted and I I think this is proof that it won't appeal to the mass audience because you're the mass audience and you are not impressed whatsoever. No. What was your favourite moment? The end. Shut up. Come on. You must have had a favourite moment. Not, not, not really. Like... Is it the bit where Millie Bobby Brown realises that she can do the orca over a stadium um, speaker system and somehow runs or walks all the way from that high, high hilltop to the stadium in about 20 minutes. Don't even get me started on that orca system. That, to me, (laughs) is bad as the Velociraptor whistle that we got in Jurassic Park 3. It's just shit. Did you understand the huge... I actually... I got lost because they went. Someone said, "He said I know how to fix this, or I know how to work it." He said it needs a human element. Yeah, and I was like, "One, where did you get that from?" Two, what do you mean? Does yeah. it work already? It's mentioned again. It's just a throwaway comment in a shit script. And um, Shinoga, oh, what's his name? Shinoga Watanabe. I'm probably just butchered his name. What's his name, guys? Ken. <laughs> <laughs> the one who just keeps going Godia yeah, yeah Meek is his name I mean Ken <laughs> yeah, his name's Ken um, he, his job in the film was constantly to go to Chandler what do you think we should do what should we do what should we do even though this guy's got no he, he's just he, oh, he just studied wolves which is the much left to study on wolves I just, uh, I could go round and round of how much I just dislike <laughs> the whole script. To be honest, honestly, I, I would, I, I really enjoy this. I enjoyed it because it is, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, and I'll always remember it for that. I feel it, it's, it's done, it's done justice to the first one because the first one tried too hard. This one. I don't feel tried that hard, and it, it just went with what we all wanted. And there, is that what you wanted then? And for me, I've gone, yeah, that'll do. That'll do, pig. Leave Tokyo and Japan to do the really arty ones, because they know what they're do- how they're dealing with the culture and characters. Why don't we just try and do what we did in 1999 and make a big, dumb Godzilla movie, except this time, just make Godzilla more threatening and a lot bigger than the Empire State Building. Hmm. <laughs> so a rating out of 10 I'm guessing it's not uh, the double figures no um, I'm going to give it 2 2? 2, two. Um, I'll give it 1 for the soundtrack uh, and just 1 for they weren't I don't think very good compared to other films but obviously there was good fighty graphics I suppose in parts but i i just i can't give it any more there's nothing else to this film other than that honestly Honestly. it's taken me like all my effort not to give it an eight i i want to give it an eight you dumb fool but (laughs) (laughs) 
but I think I'm just rising a high, like a really good Godzilla high. I think over time that would, my sensibilities coming in and it has to be, and I'll go with a nice, an, a, a, a six, I think is to be more realistic. It's a, it's a six. I enjoyed myself, but probably not for the reasons the director would want me to be enjoying myself. So I like, I imagine if I told him everything I liked about it, he'd be horrified. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a six. But like, a, if a, if a six was a ten, then it that's that's the kind of six it is. Yeah. Um, Less said now, the better, really. <laughs> well, oh god, that was that was me checking something. Um, I suppose one of the next films we'll be doing is either. I mean, there's a few, isn't there, mate? There's like there's X Men and uh, Men in Black. <sighs> Oh God! <laughs> Unless you can find me something else, my brother. When does that um? When does that um? What's his name? Film once upon a time in Hollywood. Is that not like till August? August, I think. Yeah. So we've got yeah. a while till then. But there, there are some films coming out before then that I am actually looking forward to. I think Spider Man has potential to be good. The, the Beatles uh, one. The Beatles film, yeah. The uh, yesterday. Um, I actually think that'll be cheesy as hell, but actually could be interesting the irishman i'm not sure when that hits that's a scorsese De Niro oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. combo um i'm sure we, we've seen a few other bits and bobs as well we did uh, we were listing them yesterday. it's just just so happens to be that we're on a run of well as far as i'm concerned of proper shit big films at the moment and it's not going to get any better with x-men i fear it's like I was trying to say to you in the cinema before that guy went, I want to listen to my KFC advert. But, like, the, I, I don't feel like there's anything coming out that'll be like, I'll, like I said, The Fugitive. That was my example. I don't think anyone expected that to be as big as it was. It was amazing at the time. Still is. And it then started off a, a ripple effect of people skitting it. You know a film's good. You know, imitation is one of the biggest compliments that you can get. You know, it's the highest form of flattery. And loads of people used it. And it became a cultural thing to have that moment with Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee on the dam. Uh, And I feel like, I'm not saying there hasn't been anything since The Fugitive, but that's one that really sticks in my mind and always confused me when I was younger, going, how the fuck did that film get so big? And where the fuck did it come from? And I just don't know if we're going to get anything like that for a while. Like, there's nothing that you've, you've had a look at that... It's, it's if these films do exist, they don't get pushed hard enough and we never find out about them. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think they do come along every now and then, but I just think there's just so much content at the moment that the smaller films like that, like obviously it was almost like if you had to go to a cinema to go and watch films, or do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously in, in, say, the 80s, it was a different concept. So you would go and find smaller films because it was what was on in the cinema house. Um, whereas you don't really get that anymore. Like, obviously, like, you know, I've got a limitless card, so I do tend to just go and see, you know, what's on. But every now and then, like, you know, films that I have seen, like there was a film called Upgrade not so long ago, which I actually thought was quite good. Um, I know that and one. That was on in the cinema, but I didn't watch it in the cinema because I'd already watched it at home. And it's that element that I think, some of those type of films that you know like the fugitive was that's where you lose that slightly but we could go into that in another podcast i suppose i know in more I mean, detail 
we probably we will. I think it's it's going to end up being that way. The way we've been talking, I do feel like the next podcast is going to be me and you just being grumbly old men talking about films and how they used to be and what they are now. And to be honest, TV is my new thing. TV yeah. is what people shout out about. I mean, Stranger Things number exactly. three. And no. that's, that came that came from nowhere essentially. That I think TV as as uh, has overtaken films in a strange way because you can have that progression that you don't necessarily get within a two hour film, and people relate to that a bit more. I think certainly with things like Netflix, where you can just have so much content available all at once. Uh, you know, think of the, the best things I've seen recently. You know, Chernobyl five-part series stranger things was you know say 13 episode series just released all on the same day and it tends to be that that is the big things now game of thrones and that the only ones really in the cinema where it's like big big heavy hitting things are the the superhero films um and you get an odd one that that comes around every now and then uh but not anything I, I know what you're saying something like the fugitive which is you know effectively like a bit of a, a standalone film action film it's quite hard to get that now because everything's a franchise we'll have to have a, we'll have to have a see there's some i just thought then there's like mother coming out and brightburn which you reminded me of last night as well yeah so that, that's an interesting one that that could go one that could go either way yeah, <laughs> it's just going to be completely dreadful, or it could be completely genius. Um, so we'll see. I think you know, let's get ourselves to those kind of films and try and find our next fugitive, essentially. And on that bombshell, um, what did you think of Godzilla? Did you love it as much as I did, or were you like a tasteless, grumpy old man like Gaz and had no respect for the genre of kaiju at all? Um, <laughs> will you be watching kaiju wrestling, Gaz? Uh, much more so than that film ever again <laughs> uh, don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk to listen to um, our peak detective Pikachu podcast Dick Chew what? Dick Chew Dick, did I say Dick Chew? no but that's what it should be called <laughs> you're if, if it's been called Dick Chew I'd have given it an extra point <laughs> you're a Dick Chew <laughs> um, yeah and don't forget to check out all the blogs and vlogs on there and all the other podcasts. Um, Gaz has started to do little reviews again um, because he hasn't been able to. Re- In fact, if Vicky's got a Mac, I'm going to quiz you right now. Recorded. <laughs> Vicky's got a Mac. Are you not capable of doing a Masters of Movies podcast at some point in the future? I know two American men who definitely want a part four. <laughs> yeah, like uh, potentially, I guess. I- to be honest, it's like we've really, really got the the Mac working again recently, so I've not given it a lot of thought for a while. But yeah, I'll bring it back, and uh, you know, shout out to those boys across the ponds. It's always lovely to hear our names on their podcasts. <laughs> if, you listen, if you listen to the newest one, we're talking about Nerdcult Underground, by the way. I feel like I should drop that. That'd be horrible just to talk about them and never mention the name Nerdcult Underground. Um, on the newest podcast, they said something about... Um, it's not the newest one. It's called Flat Earthers, if you decide to listen to it, Gaz. But after ah, about half- right. Now, I haven't heard that one. Is that why, when I put a picture up of the planet, they message? I, I just didn't get it. They, they messaged uh, underneath saying, see, Gaz gets it. 
on the picture of the globe. That makes sense. So they did a thing on flat Earth. Basically, they, they, <laughs> Mr. Leal himself is spreading the words that Chris Wakefield is a flat earther. Because he is. <laughs> no, yeah, he is. He's a total flat earther. He's like a Catholic flat earther. So <laughs> we, we're all trying to you know, prove him wrong and he just won't listen. He just won't listen to reason. But then we have to talk about that. They were like, he was like, do Jay and Gaz, do they look like flat earthers? No. And then they said you sound like... Um, Oh, what is it? Gas band? There was some real like mad band that they said you were like. Um, oh god, you're gonna have to listen to it, mate. I listened I... to the, the most recent where they obviously alluded to the fact that I don't listen, and sometimes I do. So, but <laughs> 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 uh, they said that effectively because I, I was like like one of those celebs who were like, yeah, I don't need to listen. I know that's <laughs> just gonna mention me. <laughs> Be talking about me. <laughs> I know you bitches be talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've meandered slightly. Right. Okay, I'm going to sign it off now. Um, I've been Jay. I've been Gas. And we've been talking nerdy. Keep talking nerdy. Hey!